Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Monday, December 26th, and I hope everybody had a very Merry Christmas and a great weekend. If you haven't seen the Christmas special, Bart's Christmas special, Answering the Call, that's up on YouTube. It's on Rumble. It's on BitChute. It's on Gab TV, and the audio is on its normal places. And I'm going to be putting up today the Bard's only, uh, just the me, the mice piece on answering the call. Duncan, Kilted Christian, also has his piece separate up on his channel on Rumble, so you can check that out. So a lot of neat pieces, a lot of great work. And I think we're going to, well, I also have to post Everin's piece because he did an amazing piece with his family. So again, these are just great pieces. Take a look at uh, answering the call. If you haven't seen it, it's really wonderful. And I just really want to thank everybody that contributed. And for those that didn't get the videos in or whatever, I mean, thank you for the effort, and we'll get you on the rebound, hopefully. That'll be good. Patriots, before we begin, one thing for sure, make sure you are preparing the safety plan for your home. And there's no better way to do that than using iTarget Pro. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. And there you go, itargetpro. So, Patriots, we have now passed the Christmas season, and it should come as no surprise that the weather is slowly getting better. I'm not surprised at all that our weather engineers decided to try to ruin Christmas for the nation, but it didn't work because people have a greater resolve than that. We're dealing with some real pernicious evil and attempts to try to derail American culture and the world culture totally, and that is truly the idea that we should, in one way or another, succumb to a one-world government. I'm going to talk a lot about that tonight on the Bards FM show. We're going to talk about the death of the nation-state, which is um, an important point to understand where we're at, as well as just the overall rise of the awakening of so many. So there's a lot um, a lot going on. We've got uh, kind of in the headline news today, I think we'll start with our favorite, <laughs> Uncle Ted. Take a listen to this. You described the word. What did you, word did you use to describe the vaccine? You don't believe it's real, sir? No, it's not a vaccine. It's an experimental shot. Now, the FDA was forced to authorize it here recently, but they were jabbing people with an experimental shot right up until that fake authorization. I work with dedicated medical professionals, scientists and biologists and virologists, and there's an army, thousands, tens of thousands of professional health masters who call it an experimental shot, and you shouldn't get it if you don't want to get it. I don't believe it's a vaccine. Most of America doesn't believe it's a vaccine. The only ones that are taking it are either gullible 
are being forced because they're going to lose their job and lose their life and lose their livelihood. This is a tragic time in America. It's an experimental shot. And if you try to give it to me, I'll experiment on you. <laughs> I, I always love Ted. He, is, he doesn't mince words. There's, is there any other discussion there? <laughs> I think we all got the point. That clip is actually from about a year ago, but um, no, actually, I'm I'm mistaken. That was just recent. I I take it back. I'm already confusing my years. That was twenty. That was just recently. I'm looking at the date here. My mistake. Well, and the other thing here we have Elon Musk, who's now confirmed that almost every conspiracy theory people had about Twitter turned out to be true. Um, Musk made the comments during an interview on the All In podcast where he also. Uh, discussed the so-called Twitter files that were initially released earlier this month via independent journalist Matt Tabby and Barry Weiss. Take a listen here. I mean, to be totally frank, um, almost every conspiracy theory that people had about Twitter turned out to be true. <laughs> so, <laughs> like if, is there a conspiracy theory about Twitter that didn't turn out to be true? Uh, so far, they've all turned out to be true. And if not, uh, more true than people thought. So that's pretty disturbing, especially when we start to get into kids. And what's amazing is when we start to get into the trafficking of children, the suppression of medical information, we're looking at a level, as we know, of medical of tyranny in this world that's really quite unprecedented. I really have to stress the point that there is no salvaging this government. And I am really going to be clear on that. We're dealing with a very uh, deeply corrupted government. And the one thing I hope people can start to come to grips with is that we, as the people, have not needed them during the last three years. I think that's still a hard red pill for people to take, but watch this one. This is an amazing headline. I want to read this article. We'll, we'll get through some of it before the prayer. DC area sheriff stops cooperating with federal immigration agency after attending a leftist event. Um, this is from Sheriff Beth Arthur, who said her office will no longer recognize any voluntary requests from ICE and will not contact the agency about releases from its facility. Starting on Tuesday, quote, I am extremely passionate about my role as sheriff, which includes ensuring the safety and security of the individuals in our custody, as well as the citizens of Arlington County. And I pride myself on making informed decisions that benefit the communities I represent, which has led me to making changes noted above. I listen to the concerns and impacts with an open mind and have also consulted with my attorney and carefully considered all the information that was given to me, she said. The sheriff said she made the policy changes after she attended a community event organized by some pro-immigration organizations, including La Collectiva, Legal Aid Justice, and National Immigration Project of National Lawyers Guild, all of which are likely funded by George Soros, if you didn't know that. So that's a huge victory, actually, considering her proximity to the cesspool of hell, also known as D.C. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's wage some spiritual war. Let's raise some prayers. Father, we come to you today just as we do each day, humbled and blessed to be here in this fellowship. And we just want to thank you. And we also want to thank you for just an amazing holiday. It was not a, this celebration and this period of celebration of the birth of Jesus. And again, it's uh, one of these things that has left some people struggling because of the idea of the date. 
And so we've hopefully can have surpassed that as we've realized that most Americans have come to the love of Christmas for its intended purpose. Recent polls even show that, Father, which is a beautiful thing. That we're not going to let these Luciferian devils steal the celebration and the intent of celebrating the birth of Christ Jesus. Such an amazing thing. So we want to thank you for that. And so, Father, we want to begin today with a more humbling prayer. A prayer for those that are dealing with loss, the prayer for those that are dealing with shortages in their life, be it food, money, whatever that is. We just want to pray for them. This is really an important time that we have to come together as communities, stop focusing on ourselves, and really focus on the importance of helping one another. There's a lot of people out here, fathers, we know that are in the search of something. They understand that the world is changing. They see very clearly that there is something that has changed radically in the world. They don't necessarily know what it is. And lacking that intimate and loving relationship with you and in our Savior Christ Jesus, many are wandering and many are struggling. So, Father, our prayers are for them. Our prayers are for their hearts. Their prayers are for the world around them, that they'll have the opportunity to encounter those that walk with that power and love of Jesus. And if that's our calling here in this community, this fellowship of Bards Nation, then Make it so that we will have the opportunity to assist, to demonstrate our love that we have in our, in our King and Savior, what it is to truly, truly be in that body of Christ. And let our actions lead that, not just our words, but let our actions lead that. Let us be in such a place as we enter into this new era, this new world, this new year, which is truly a transformed world, however how many ways we dice that. It's still not the world it was. It's a world that's transforming and a world which we contain and control so much of its destiny through the love and compassion we have for one another. So, Father, we just pray that in this walk that we can continue to seek out that opportunity to assist and to help and to love one another. There's nothing more powerful in the world. And this is not going to be an easy walk. We know that. But it's equally not easy to be on the side without Jesus. And sadly, with this propaganda nightmare that's around us, we are dealing and struggling constantly with the words that are shaping people's minds and in so doing, suppressing their heart. And being, as they're being told to hate Christianity, as they're being told to pursue a life for self-fulfillment, to ignore all responsibility, etc. And it's such a sad walk to witness as we have so many, so much in our last three years witnessed this firsthand as people make the sad decisions to pursue fear, pursue their own self-desires, and not seek guidance and wisdom through you, Father. So in this moment in time when this nation needs so much revival, we truly pray for the many. Our prayers are there, our hearts are there, and just ask again in the opportunities that may present themselves that we can step into that gap and that we can truly be that person, be that voice, be that demonstration in life that will spark a desire, an excitement, a love, a passion in Christ Jesus. We are a nation right now that seemingly is very divided, but I think the one thing that we would be resolved in understanding is that through this holiday season, there's been a very quiet shift, subtle, can't put our finger on it, but we know that it's there. The Christmas wasn't the materialist consumption this year as much as it has been in the past. 
Christmas was much more anchored in the values, the love, the intent. And so we thank you, Father. It's just an amazing moment really in our history that in spite of all the craziness that's going on, and there's plenty, and in spite of all the demonic and demon activity that surround us, and there's much, and in spite of the tomfoolery and the insane horrors that we are learning about our government and about our leadership in this nation, we still have a grounding of amazing patriots in this nation that seek you first and through that seek to restore this country with you on upon the throne and humble ourselves before you as we then make government subservient to us. And a challenge is great ahead of us. And in certain ways, this mountain can seem bigger than we can possibly climb. But if there's one thing that we know, is that if we listen to our heart and we answer the call, we're going to be able to surmount that mountain easily. Not without challenge, not without moments of difficulty, but knowing that you're with us, that all things are possible. So, Father, in this amazing time, in this moment, as we head into 2023, kind of the last legs of this particular calendar year, we just pray that there's a a reflection time in everybody to settle in on their hearts, to look deeply within ourselves, to resolve some of the conflicts that may sit within us, to humble ourselves before you and to repent, to openly repent for the sins that we've done, to ask for your forgiveness, to seek that deep forgiveness of the things that we've done through our lives, but to do so with the intent of being stronger, greater, mightier in the kingdom, to be truly the mighty men and women of of you, of God in this world. And to do that, we have to get anchored ourselves more firmly on this rock of faith than ever before. So as we seek to love one another, let us also love ourselves in a beautiful way, to appreciate the glory of what you've given to each of us, to appreciate that amazing opportunity, the gifts that are within us, to cast away these negativities that somehow we're not worthy because we know that we are worthy, though we are imperfect. Let us not ever seek to fail to recognize that, that our repentance is so important to humble ourselves and to be mightier. So, Father, in this walk that we're having this week and in the coming weeks as we enter into this 2023, which will likely be crazier than the 2022 and the year before that, let us embrace this with joy, exhilaration, excitement, Let's run for this victory and run with you and through you. And Father, with our hands, may you guide us in this amazing time to do great things, seemingly impossible things, to overcome this evil, to subdue this enemy, to secure the kingdom, and to expand it beyond any imagination. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I think heading in this week, it's so important to really reflect deeply on where we are and who we are. We've been through quite a gauntlet this last couple of years without any questioning. And it's going to take a lot of effort for us to become greater in the kingdom and greater in God's eyes than we perhaps ever imagined. And that's all there for us to do. All we have to do is begin by humbling ourselves and seeking his wisdom deep within us. Now, if you aren't aware, probably one of the biggest bits of news that has hit in the last couple of weeks is called something called Chat GPT. Chat GPT. This is actually an experimental chat bot that was unleashed on the web. And it's part of Elon Musk's method idea of democratizing AI. I say this because this isn't just a normal 
type of search engine or so forth, ChatGPT can do all the things that Google can do, but it can do a ton of other things too. It has the ability to write full essays. It has the ability to write full business plans. It has the ability to literally take over what would be normal cognitive processes and do them on its own and even suggest things that you don't normally think of. You can, as I said, you can do business plans. You can do, it'll give you Christmas gift suggestions. It'll give you vacation ideas. It'll give you advice on how to turn, how to tune neural network models using Python scripts. I mean, this thing is literally a beast in many ways. And it's a, a point that we have to really start to struggle with. And again, I'll discuss some of this more in depth tonight, but artificial intelligence is probably one of the greatest threats we've ever faced. And the problem is that we have two camps and no one's looking at the third option. So the two camps are what we'll call for the sake of this conversation, the black hats that want to integrate themselves into the artificial intelligence model so that they become the engines to rule humanity with their maniacal and evil ways. The counter move to that is what Elon Musk has referred to as democratizing AI. And in his way, we have to integrate ourselves, all of us, with AI so that we can counter this evil AI, but it's within the public domain and it's not controlled by any specific corporations. That's the war that was now launched two weekends ago whether you realize that or not. That's what chat GPT represents. And it's one of the reasons it's big in news because it has caught Google and others a little bit off guard. They thought that they were, they were controlling all of this AI. And the Musk team, which is part of OpenAI, submitted this to the world to start using. Now, every time you use it, it gets smarter because it's learning from people. It's algorithms will... The exact exact thing that it helps you build if you're a Python uh, programmer it is the neural network concepts of using behavioral programming within its algorithms and using that to enhance the AI system. So it's becoming part of a global movement of humanity rather than in the hands of a few people in the corporate realm. That all may sound, may brief well, but at the end of the day, both the good guys and the quote unquote, the white hats and the black hats are all trying to push a singular model that AI is here to stay. And the reason for that is at the core of all this is they don't want to let go of the wealth and the power that they've accumulated. And they don't want to step back from the technologies that they say that we apparently need. The great technologies like mRNA injecting into our bodies and ruining people's lives. The great technologies like Tesla cars that can't start during the cold or that uses lithium batteries that are more destructive to the environment than anything oil and gas can do. This is a sort of insanity that we're dealing with right now, and it's the elites who fight this war, and we're not given any sort of seat at the table on this. And the problem is humanity is gullible and, and to be blunt, stupid enough to always seek convenience over the idea of what's really at stake, the true consequences of what's out there. Just take a listen to this. This is a, uh, a video of a woman buying water somewhere in China at one of the new machines. Take a listen to what she has to say. So, so guys, the technologists are everywhere. So let's get some water with this machine. For example, we get some... What would you like to drink? Let's get some water simply. 
you press this one. No phone, no cash required. Simply press, scan your face and get your bottle of water. It's coming! Thank you! That's so convenient! The first time I see such a machine without any devices to pay. Wow! Yeah, exactly what we all need. This is coming, folks. And the, the other part of this is it's going to create some real challenges in working on the web, and I don't have answers to where this is going yet. But chat GPT, along with facial recognition and paying, all tied to the central concepts of social credit score. What they've done in the last couple of years, which began with the war on Twitter, which is no surprise what's happening here. The war on Twitter, which was channeled and created because Donald J. Trump put himself there, and be very honest, I think this was all part of the plan anyway, was to focus a mass amount of human activity into one space where they could massively sweep up and collect huge chunks of data. Through data, they can give you a social profile and pretty much predict about everything that most people do in this current environment. And those, each of those files are now integrated into an understanding of what almost every human on the globe does. Tie that in with COVID nonsense, everybody that got their jab in their nose, that DNA swab is now tied into that. Anything that you've done, whether you're pro-vax, anti-vax, has been cataloged and logged. They have identified the potential threats of who we are, like me, you, all of us here that hate the vax. This is how they work. And so you end up with now this idea that somehow we're going to democratize AI. AI has access to all of that data. And it's not a good thing. There is no possible way any outcome leads us to an end that's good on this. We have to literally go backwards to go forwards, meaning we have to get back to basics, learn our basic skills, and we need to reject a lot of this technology. And it's not easy to do. And I don't know how that looks in the future, but I know that we're going to have to make some difficult decisions going forward. This is not an easy time in that sense. They own a lot of the architecture and the infrastructure, and none of it is being done for the benefit of humanity. Everything is being done for the benefit of themselves. And if they say it's for the benefit of humanity, like Elon Musk's idea of us integrating just think about that a minute. Who's deciding that we're going to become a new species? They are. And hence the term transhumanism. We are in the transhumanist era right now. And it's something to think very seriously about, about what you want and what we want. And sadly, this new generation that's coming in, many of them are sold on this. And it's going to be a real uphill battle. Ultimately, I think we're going to be looking at a pretty significant separation in the world. A separation of two types of people, those that want to walk off the cliff of artificial intelligence and advanced technologies, and those that are going to walk away and go back before we ever go forward. I, I'll be one of those. I'm not walking off the edge of this cliff with this technology, not knowing what I know and not knowing the people that are behind it as I do. There's nothing good that comes of this. All right, Patriots, see you tonight. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And God always wins. Yet he has us here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, 
meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, Ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. 
we fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.